May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I'll do it tomorrow. The favourite phrase of the teenager, I wonder. Or one of Bridget's favourite phrases. Are you on the other hand? Maybe I'm being unfair on teenagers. Because I suspect most of us say that more often than we might like to admit. Maybe procrastination is one of our favourite hobbies. Why put off until, to, why do today what we can put off until tomorrow? Maybe it's sorting out the car insurance, even though we're told that the best time to do it is, what's that, four, six weeks before renewal date, and then it sort of jumps up if you want it closer to the date, so they tell me. Maybe it's to go shopping, and then you realise that the cupboards are bare, you've got nothing for dinner, and it's Sunday, so the shops have closed. Takeaway it is then, when I get round to it. At which point you realise the takeaways have closed as well, and you've still not eaten. Maybe it's tidying up the house, because someone's coming round. And then that mad panic when you see the car pull up outside. Maybe it's filling in the DBS stuff or doing the safeguarding training. I'll do it later, I'll do it tomorrow. There's loads of time we tell ourselves. I have to admit, as ministry area leader, all the things I'm meant to be doing, all the things I've suddenly realised haven't been done since the ministry area came into being, what, 18, 20 or so months ago. It all feels too much. What am I going to do? Bury the head in the sand and go la 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 feels like a good answer quite often. I'll do it later, I'll do it tomorrow, maybe it might go away if only I don't think about it. With our faith, I read the Bible, oh yeah, I'll do that later. I've just got to do these other things first. Besides which, something's on TV. <coughs> Pray, panic, I've not done it yet. Deciding to follow Jesus. Well, yeah, I need to do that. I need to turn my life around, but you know, there's some other bits to do first. I'll do it later. This is, in all honesty, nothing new. In the 15th century, one of the great saints of the church, St. Augustine of Hippo, said, Lord, or prayed rather than saying, Lord, grant me chastity and temperance. But not yet. Lord, do this in me. Now, I've got some other things I'd like to do first. I'll do it later. That common thing. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Panic! It's two minutes before midnight and I've not done Duolingo for today. Can I get a quick round in so I don't lose my streak of how many days in a row? Anyone who doesn't know Duolingo is not online learning different languages. And I'm up to about 700 days of Welsh. Which means I still can't, have, don't have the confidence to speak Welsh. Maybe tomorrow I'll speak Welsh to you. Or maybe not. Our 
first reading from the Old Testament from the prophet Ezekiel seems quite harsh, most of it. But then there's that change at the end. Yes, God has every right to smite people, but, you know, just sort yourselves out. Sort yourselves out. There is still time. You should have done it by now, but do it. Come back. In fact, that constant refrain throughout the Old Testament, isn't it? People have turned away from God. God is desperately unhappy, but says, come back. Come back. That's often we think, well, they've, all they've done, why, would, why are they allowed back, you know? They've done all these bad things. God says, yeah, I know. And my ways are good, their ways aren't. But still, I want them back. Doesn't wonder, have you ever left it too late to do something? That streak on Duolingo is lost because you realise after midnight and have already used up the streak freeze. Or putting in a job, remembering to put in a job application after the deadline. Buying the lottery ticket, but no, it's closed. I just hope my numbers that I've used ever since they've started don't come up this week. Phoning a friend. Put it off. I've put it off. I've put it off. And then I get that news. They're no longer with us. I should have done it, but I haven't. Any of those sound familiar? We put it off and then, well, yeah. We've put it off a bit too long. In the epistle we hear that God is at work in you, God is at work in me, God is at work, at work in us. God is working through us. We are sharing in the Holy Spirit. The Gospel reading is in two parts. On what authority is Jesus doing these things he is asked? It's a way to try to trick him, to try and catch him out, because no matter what he says, will cause one problem or another. And then, when he refuses to answer, a parable, asking who does the will of God. Those who say, no, no, I'm too busy, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not interested. And then have a change of heart. Or those who say, yeah, I'm going to do that. Of course I will. I'll do it in a while. I'll do it in a little while. Honest, guff. And then, well, <coughs> yeah, we all know what happens, don't we? Very little. Who does the will of God? I wonder where are we in this, so often in our relationship with God, saying that we'll follow and never quite getting round to it? because of all the other distractions and pressures of life? Or having spent most of our life saying, no, I'm not interested. No, that's for other people. No. What's that to me? Then suddenly that light bulb comes on. That chance conversation, that, that weird group of coincidences happening. And you think, where did that come from? It's God doing something. Followed by, God could be. Look at what I've done in the past. I've not been interested. But how else do you explain it? God's saying, I know. 
too late. I want you to follow. I want you to come. I want to welcome you. Where are we in that? I guess it depends which way the wind's blowing sometimes, doesn't it? Or how much we're either feeling confident about ourselves or beating ourselves up. But I speak to people who say, well, I wasn't baptised as a child. I wasn't taken to church much, maybe Sunday school or something. And now I'm an adult and I'm not baptised. How can I be baptised? That's for children. Tomorrow we'll start reading the Bible properly. 
if tomorrow never comes, well, hey, are we excited? Is there, are we at the point that nothing else really matters? Some things, yes, we can procrastinate with. Unimportant things, even the car insurance, if we leave it until the last moment and the price has jumped up a bit, well, that's really annoying, but we can still get the car insurance. If we're only tidying up the house by throwing everything in the cupboard, at the, cupboard the moment the doorbell rings, or if we let them in with it being untidy, well, hey, we might feel a bit bad about it. They probably won't notice the house is untidy. Does it really matter? But some things are important. Salvation through Jesus, as mentioned in the epistle to the Philippians, is important. Vital even. Not something we can put off. The time is now, surely, for each of us to recommit again to follow Jesus with all our mind, with all our heart, with all our soul. In the week is the feast of St. Francis of Assisi. And so I'll finish with a phrase attributed to him, but possibly not actually said by him. Preach the gospel at all times. Use words if necessary. Let us truly follow Jesus at all times, with all our being. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.